All right, welcome back. Episode 126 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Um, all hail King Quasi. Vikings uh, got a new GM. Quasi uh, Adafa Mensa. It's glorious. Seems like a glorious hire to me. Yeah, very handsome. Uh, well spoken. Very smart. Uh, Princeton. Princeton and then Stanford for his masters. Two of them. He was like, well, yeah, I'll just sit them both. You know? yep. uh, watching the presser today. I watched it today. I watched it a couple days um, ago. Uh, his brain is bulging out of his head. <laughs> like it, he, the the guy's oozing with intelligence. I don't think I've seen a unanimous um, opinion on anything on Vikings Twitter, and everyone loves this guy. You yeah, know? there's not a lot of people that are like, "Oh, they fucked this up." No, I I mean, when the Bears hired Ryan Poles, like people people were salty because they wanted him, but like they quickly. Like regather themselves as soon as we hired Quasi. Yeah, I feel like when it got down to polls and Quasi, I was like, okay, like either way, Quasi's definitely like a little more interesting and funner because it's it's something new. Yep, it's a little different. Polls is kind of like a another Spielman, you know, scout that kind of thing. But the dude got a lot of uh, runner up, you know, second interview. So clearly, he's pretty good. Um, but we duped the Bears. You know, we yep. made it seem like we were interested. They pulled the trigger suit. You know, it's it's uh, it's like a Brad Childress. You know, yeah. We we scheduled Paul's interview after Quasi's just because you know it's like oh don't want to let don't want him to leave the building. But we stumped the Bears. We we really wanted Quasi. Yeah, first. we really didn't even want Poles. It was just like okay, let's get them to pull the trigger on this guy. You know, as soon as, as, soon as Bill Polian was interested in Ryan Poles, <laughs> we wanted nothing to do with. Yeah, him. congrats too on the. Uh, Shit show already by the Bears. They got Bill Polian searching for the for the GM. The GM gets the job, and then he immediately kicks Bill Polian to the curb. And he's like, "I want to interview all the coaches on my own." Real, real uh, unified front there in Chicago. Yeah, I, I'm glad it's off to a rocky start. Uh, couldn't happen to a better organization. Now, if I'm Ryan Poles, I think that was the right move. Absolutely. Like, Do okay. I really give a shit what Bill <laughs> yeah, Polian yeah. thinks? Yeah, fuck this guy. I'm yeah. out of here. But you know, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting I feel like start. that's just like. It was almost like Bill Polian's way to just kind of keep his foot in the door in some organization. Like, all right, now I'm going to help him hire the head coach. Yeah. And now I'm, like, in the guy's back pocket. And Polian's and he, like, no, I don't need you to help me do that. Yeah. I'm, we're done now. <laughs> your assistance is no longer needed. Yeah. See you. See you are no longer assistant to the owners. Yeah, you're <laughs> goodbye. Um, but, yeah, this is not Bears GM talk. Although I tried to search for the Ryan Poles press conference to, you know, compare and contrast. Couldn't yeah. find it. Did he not do one? I'm not sure. I looked it up, unless they're just their, their uh, I don't know, te- Twitter team or YouTube team is just garbage over there. Could be. Couldn't find anything. Couldn't find anything in the guy. But uh, yeah, Kwesi, uh home run. Yeah, he, again, like you said, he's very well spoken. Uh, he's very smart. Uh, answered a lot of the questions where like, I found myself like nodding as he yeah. was like speaking. I was like... You didn't hear him say, yeah, no. Which was a uh, Rick Spielman special. I always sort of, uh, which is just like a, a Midwestern thing for yeah. the most part. And like, it, I feel like it's just a typical, like, it, Spielman was always trying to give non answers. Yeah. Which I get. It's kind of part of the job. But I think Quasi did a good job of giving actual answers that actually provided little yep. and insight. And you could you know? tell that he would, wanted to give you an answer without. Giving up any of his recipes. Exactly. One, someone asked, I think it was the Star Tribune guy asked, like, do you have full control of the roster? For yes. Final 53. And he's I like, I appreciate the question, but I'm going to work for the coach and with the coach. And, like, having the final say doesn't really mean anything to me. Talked a lot about a collaboration. Yeah, which is 
clearly what the Wolves kept babbling about too, you know, collaboration, communication, all that stuff. So um, I, it's interesting. I feel like we liked Rick Spielman. We liked Zimmer. Yep. I think we, we both, towards the end, were definitely like, okay, Zimmer's got to go, but maybe Spielman can stay. I think the more that this, has, this change is all happening, the more I'm like, you know what, I'm really glad that we made the move. Because it did get a little stale, I feel like. I think this trying to, continually trying to just like retry the same thing over and over. And especially because it sounds like we're going to keep like much of our front office people in place. Especially like the scouting side. And then we're going to beef up like the analytical side. But like we were always. Uh, 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 the research and development yeah, yeah. side. He, he didn't. Was like, <laughs> he's like, I don't even like that word. I don't even use that word. Uh, but yeah, like I feel like we were always pretty good at finding players. So it's good that a lot of those guys will still be there. But. And now we'll be able to find a little more like hidden gem kind of guys. Maybe see some uh, players from some smaller schools mm-hmm. a little more. It's interesting. Like what, you know, it's like, okay, it's going to be more, you know, data driven. Like, okay, what is that actually going to do? Like, I feel like as far as like drafting people, I bet you don't see like us taking centers in the first round. Yes. Probably not going to take a lot of 5'11 cornerbacks that are basically nickelbacks in the first round. Running backs. Like, I don't know if he would have. But then it's like, I don't know. He comes from Cleveland. I think second round is, like, where you take, like, the top running backs. Like, they did it with Chubb. Uh, yeah, San but Francisco. they paid Chubb, didn't they? Yeah, they did. So it's like, okay, apparently not Kareem all Hunt. analytics say, like, you shouldn't, like, value a running back. But I do think, like, as, so, like, as far as draft, I think that's where you'll see it. Like, as far as play calling, you'll probably see, like, hey, we want, we want obviously we're going to try to find a coach that agrees with it. I think that was a big issue. Zimmer wasn't into that shit. Spielman was, like, dipping his toe in the waters, but, like, not fully embracing it, but he was definitely more than Zimmer. He probably couldn't explain it correctly to Zimmer, so <laughs> yeah, Zimmer's yeah. like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Zimmer's like, second and ten, run it. I want to <laughs> run it. And he's like, eh, statistics show that it's really stupid. And he's like, now, run it. Uh, so I bet you see maybe more of an aggressive offensive approach, more fourth downs, more, you know, probably more passing in general. but Probably just more modern football yeah, in general. Yeah. Get with the times. And then also just, like, Again, another reason I just think it was probably smart to move on. Some of the stuff that's come out since, like, it sounds like Zimmer and Spielman didn't really talk much the last few months. Yeah. Um, Spielman's been kind of doing a few, I don't know if you've seen a few of his uh, national just interviews he's done, where he hasn't, like, outwardly said anything, like, crazy, but he's made a few comments like, if I was looking for a coach, I'd look for one that could connect with a quarterback. And I don't know if you can do that as a defensive coach. It's like... Well, we had a defensive coach, and I don't think he connected with the quarterbacks. Are you saying that Zimmer and Kirk, which I don't think they ever did. Like, no, and I, I feel like that even came out before the season started. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like a lot of things he's saying is like, it's all kind of obvious, but it is just, I don't know. It's, it's weird to hear it out there. Yeah, like he's like, because he's like, you no longer employed with us. Like, I don't know. I saw Dar- uh, Doogie Wolfson was uh, re- replying to someone who was talking about Zimmer brought up, not Zimmer, Spielman was talking about... Because he mentioned the coordinator thing. Oh, he was talking about having to draft players for a constantly changing offense, which we had a constantly changing offense. And uh, Doogie was like, you know, Zimmer right now is biting his tongue. Like he's, he's, for now, he's just going to not say anything. But he does, but he said something like, make note, Zimmer definitely sees Spielman doing these interviews and like clearly see some of the little slights, you know. Little shots, if you would. I, I feel like in the end, like, with Zimmer and Spielman, it was a good run. I think they did well overall, but Zimmer just never got the offense right, I feel like. He, no, it was I, always him against them instead of a team. Yeah, the uh, the worst part is 
is that we peaked in 2017 with a backup quarterback. And it should have got better from there. And it was like, I don't think Zimmer was on board with Cousins. Spielman wanted Cousins. And then it sort of like, I think, splintered it. And then I read an article that Filippo was a Spielman-Tony Sperano guy. Oh. And Zimmer didn't really know much about him, hired him, and then immediately was like, I hate the way this guy's calling plays. And that was the very next year, right? Yeah, and what was in didn't Sperano pass away that year? I think he did. So he they brought in a quarterback that Zimmer didn't really want. <coughs> and they brought in a coordinator that he uh, maybe not didn't want at the time, but didn't, didn't know, know much d- about. Trusted them that he was going to work out, and it didn't work out at all. So, And then I think from there, it just sort of all fell apart. Oh, but, which you could see on the field. Yeah. I mean, then the last two years, your defense was atrocious, and you're a defensive coach. So, uh, Which brought us to like, a, new court, or a new GM, which I'm now more happy that we fired Spielman than I thought I would be. Yep. Uh, it's exciting. Yeah, like when when you really enjoy uh, like the search for one, and then you get some guys that you like at the end, mm-hmm. and then you hire Quasey, and you do the press conference, and all of a sudden you look, you really like the guy. It, it's we've never got to do that, like as Viking fans, like we never even have we ever had like a GM search. No, because, like, we brought in Spielman in 2006. Yeah, it was right after that Fran Foley guy that, like, lied on his resume. Then we brought in Spielman as, like, a VP of personnel. But Childress had final say. And then it just sort of morphed into Spielman being a GM. And before that, like, Dennis Green was kind of the de facto GM for a few years. And, like, I don't know. As as it, our time as fans, this was, like, the first time it was, like, a real GM search. Yep. So, I don't know. I and I fun. think we hit it out of the park. Oh, home run. You see, like, I don't know. And everyone he seems to have worked with. Uh, Loves him. Andrew Miller and John Cleveland, Lynch. John Lynch, uh, Kyle Shanahan, uh, a couple other people in San Francisco. He comes from two great organizations. He's, yeah. I mean, you got the San Fran background and then the Cleveland background. And so. not Cleveland when they were a shit show. Like yeah, recent, Cleveland, recent, recent Cleveland. Cleveland. One that won a playoff game two years ago. Or yeah, what was that, 2019 he started over yeah, there? Yeah, I think he's, he, was the, he, didn't, he was not there for the Baker draft. Okay. So it was the year after that, I'm guessing that's what right. it was. But, yeah, I mean, I... I think we which led them from uh, Freddie Kitchens into hiring Ke- Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, they led it to Stefanski, which we all know is a quality hire. Uh-huh. So, and also we probably got some good info from Stefanski. Like, hey, how is this guy? You like working with this Quasi guy? You know, how's it how's it going for you? Uh-huh. He said this guy's a gem. You're gonna like this. You're like this king. He's a bum. Don't take him. From <laughs> yeah, him. please don't. No, that's, the funny thing is, I feel like they're all like, yeah, give him. He deserves a GM job. Let him go. You know, we hate to lose him, but. Quality, quality hire. That's why I like hearing from San Francisco. Because uh, they already... They already lost They him, already so, lost him, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, can't die. Like, yeah, there's no, Yeah, there's no reason to say anything uh, yeah. bad. Um, that I mean, at the end, is that who you wanted? Yeah, I'd say so. And, I, and it's, I mean, uh, again, like... We don't know a ton about these guys. Exactly, you know? but like, just... just Doing my basic Google research, yeah, yeah he was which, the guy I wanted. To which is funny. Everyone, like, if you like watch any other, I don't know, Twitter thing or it's like, clearly we're all watching the same videos. You Google fucking their names. You go to YouTube. You type in their names. You watch the two videos that he did on the. He had like an introductory press conference with the Browns. Then he did like another interview with them. But after watching all the candidates, it was like him. I liked a lot. Ryan Poles, I liked a lot. And I think one other guy, um, John uh, Spytek. Spytek was solid. Yeah. Um, so. When it got down to those two, I was like, okay, you know, either one's fine, but having the different approach, I think, is a, is going to be a lot just more exciting and see what the hell happens. And the other reason why we, I, I'm going to say we, uh, we like Quasey was his 
uh, connection to Demeco Ryan's, who has since the last episode has grown. Is it into, Demeco or D'Amico? I'm not sure. I'm going D'Amico. I kind of like D'Amico as well. Okay, let's go D'Amico. D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. So and, well, well, it's you're saying you're, since the last show, like since the last show, we were talking about like Gerard Mayo. Yep. Josh McDaniels. Um, I don't even know who else was in our like. Chad Bowles was high up there. D'Amico Ryan's was not in there. I don't believe we mentioned him. Nope. I didn't really see him like as a candidate, really. Which is weird because we're, we're we've got all these eyes on Gerard Mayo. He's literally Gerard Mayo without the Patriots uh, stink on him. Yep. Like, and so once we kind of realized that it was probably pretty short after the show. It was a couple days after. We were like, I think I mean there might have been some buzz that like, oh, maybe he's in an interview or something. And then it was like, oh wait, D'Amico Ryan's, this is uh Love this guy. Yeah, was it uh, who was it the week? Was it before or after the Packers? It was game? before. We were already on him. Yeah, we were excited about D'Amico Ryan's. I think it's because he was on our initial list to go talk to him, and we we're like, "Oh, D'Amico Ryan's, interesting." And then uh, he dominated Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Oh, and then yeah, I yeah. think he's currently. I mean, our number one choice. Would you say? Yeah, he's my number one choice. Yeah, I think he's my number one choice still. Oh, um, we. Yeah, so that would that is kind of the reason that I chose. Quasi. Oh, Quasi, yeah. Well, and now see, like I liked Eberflus, but it's very like that's a solid hire. So if you had told me you're gonna get Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus or Quasi and like something more exciting, I'm definitely going Quasi. Like I did, I I didn't know who Poles would hire. Also, red flag, he did not even want to talk to Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, that's... so all you Eric Bieniemy people, clearly not a good candidate. Yep. Now, the Bills guy did hire Brian Dayball, so that's a good sign for him. You know, at least he had a fan in the building. Oh, that's true. Something wrong with that enemy fella. It ain't good. No. Yeah. Uh, we did not interview Josh McDaniels. Sounds like he might go to Oakland. I mean, Las Vegas. Uh, which I get. You know, it's a big risk. We didn't interview Gerard Mayo. I think he's the only one that interviewed with... I think he only interviewed with the Raiders, too. Okay. Um, but I don't know if you want to chat about the, the guys we did talk to. Yeah, do we do we want to start with the big one that's kind of floating around there the one today? that came out today? Yeah, sure. The, let's let's yeah. start there. We'll, we'll start with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, so he's my uh, he's close to D'Amico as my number one. Yeah, I think you D'Amico's one A. I I feel like I can't put two on Harbaugh because like I don't know you hired Jim Harbaugh and it's Jim fucking Harbaugh. The guy in four years went to the Super Bowl and the championship game three times. Oh, he went to the Super Bowl once and the championship game three times. What? Did he make it to the championship game three, three times? times in a row? That's wild. Lost two, one, one. Lost in overtime to the Giants. Lost yeah. to the Seahawks by six, and then lost the Super Bowl on like that last second play. Yeah. Uh, I still picture him. Uh, he thought it was pass interference, you know. And he's just like, just yanking his arm down, freaking out with this little pen, flapping all over the place. Was I think that that's to Jacoby uh, Jones. No, it was to Crabtree. I think wasn't that? Oh wait, no, that's Seahawks 49ers. That's the that's the to go to the Super Bowl. That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, Crabtree. Because that's Sherman. when Sherman says Crabtree's a bum. Yep. Crabtree's a bum. You try to put a sorry receiver like that on me. Aaron Andrews is like, this is this is just great stuff. So no, that wouldn't be the end of that Super Bowl. They just that's the one where the lights went off. Yeah, the one he lost. Superdome. So. Is that what it was? Yep. That fine stadium. Yeah. Um, Jim Harbaugh. So I think we're both fully on board. Uh, he was paired with Vic Fangio in San Francisco. Vic yeah. Fangio out there available. And a lot of people, a lot of Vikings Twitter are fans of Vic Fangio. Well, you should be. The guy just has great defenses everywhere he goes. Yep. So. Uh, and he dominated the Vikings in his years in Chicago, so we would, should be happy to have him. I don't, And I don't think it's necessary to pair Kwesi with an experienced head coach. Like, I don't think that. Like, I don't care. 
But if you do hire a guy like Jim Harbaugh, it is a little bit of a plus. You got like an established, knowledgeable, knows how to run an organization head coach who's had tons of success in the NFL. And I feel like he's very open like to the idea of analytics. Yeah. Solely because Jim Harbaugh loves to win football games. Yeah. <laughs> like his love like, for football games has just just forced him to open his eyes to everything. Exactly. Like he it doesn't matter how he wins a football game, he just wants to win. And they crossed paths for one year together. It was only one year? One year. Okay. And I mean the reason that whole thing fell apart and Trent Balky. Was Trent Balky, who is now tearing the Jaguars apart. Yep. You know? Brian Left Byron Leftwich is basically demanding they fire him. He's holding Balky's job hostage. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'll I'll be your head coach if you fire Trent Balky. <laughs> so I think Trent Balky was the problem there. Well, and it, and reading uh Mike Florio's article, who is the one who broke this news, is he was saying that just like it seems like there was never any friction with Quasi and him. Quasi was probably like some fucking Research so, yeah. development dude, it wasn't even a big deal there. But they clearly knew each other enough that Harbaugh was added to the list after Quasey. The two that have been added were Patrick Graham and Harbaugh so far. So okay. I'm I'm all in on Harbaugh. I don't know who wouldn't be. I know he's kinda like I guess you could say like uh how like he's a big personality. He's uh maybe grading. Like I feel like he could be like hard to deal with a little bit. Yeah. I he's guess- not as like cool and collected as his brother. He's a little like a little more rah rah than yeah his yeah, and I just think like maybe that could run run like run its course in in place, but like he has success everywhere he goes. He turned Michigan around. He was great with Stanford. He turned a one in eleven Stanford team around and brought them like to the Pac twelve title games. I'm pretty sure the Niners were like six and ten the year before he took they over, were. and he got them to the championship game that year. So and you know I was <laughs> turning Alex Smith around. Yeah, had great success with Colin Kaepernick. I was looking at that roster and it's like okay, it's it's solid, I guess. Like offensively, they had Kaepernick, Frank Vern- Gore, Vernon Davis, Michael Crabtree. No, oh. their number two receiver was like old ass Randy Moss or like AJ Jenkins. Like they were bums. So yeah, I mean yeah. that's like an okay offense. And then defensively, they had some guys. And Patrick Jim Harbaugh is an offensive guy. He's what an offensive yeah. guy. And With, yeah, they had Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman. Justin uh, Smith. Justin Smith. Uh, Alden Smith before he kind of oh. turned into a lunatic. Deshaun yeah. Goldson. So they, they built a pretty good D, and clearly Vic Fangio ran a great defense. Um, so John is the special teams guy. Jim is the offensive yes. guy. Yes. Did Jim call plays for the 49ers? I believe he did. Or did he not? I don't think so. Oh, wait, so. no, because Greg Roman Greg was like, Roman, everyone loved Greg Roman because he, he took Roman the did. Alex Smith offense, and then he melded a Kaepernick offense, and, and now he's doing Lamar's that's offense. That's the thing about Jim Harbaugh is he's a head coach, yeah. just like John Harbaugh, mm-hmm. head coach. Like, he's exactly what we want. And, and I do, I do. again, I don't think it matters. Offense, defense. Like, I hire the best coach. It's a slight plus if they're a little more offense, though, because you don't get your coordinators poached as much. Yep. It seems. Now, if you're the 49ers and D'Amico Ryans gets hired, you're crying because your 49ers getting poached constantly on defense. But it seems like offensive guys get poached more, at least for the fucking Vikings. Yeah. So if I could get a guy that's established and offensive, it's like two little pluses that I really don't care, but I'll take him if it's, you know, it's just a little thing in his his column, pros. You know, pros and cons. It's, it's, it's good for him. And I feel like there's more yeah. pros and cons yeah. than Jim Harbaugh. It's not, it's not like the, the deciding decision breaker, but it's a good thing. You know, I like it. No. So, I mean, he could turn that offense. I think if he's hired, Kirk Cousins stays. Yep, 100%. Um, other ones, I don't know. We'll see. We can get into a, If we want to get into a Kirk Cousins conversation, we can do that later. But let's go through the candidates. So, Jim Harbaugh, we touched a little bit on D'Amico. He's our number one. I think we talked enough. I mean, he's defense coordinator of the 49ers, dominated Rodgers. 
Uh, 36. Yeah, he's super young. He played with the Texans under Gary Kubiak his whole career. Then he went to Philly. He played under Chip Kelly. I think he might have had a year of Andy Reid. I think it was one year. One year Andy Reid, one year Chip Kelly, and then I think he retired. Yep. Because um, he couldn't play for Andy or Chip Kelly anymore. He's like, I'm out of here. Um, yeah, I just, I think he's, uh, you know, not to be, uh, what would be the word? You know, he's a young black man like Mike Tomlin. What would be the word that I'm being stereotyped? Yeah. You, oh, you don't want to be stereotypical. Like, just, but we lost out on Mike Tomlin. This guy's giving me Mike Tomlin vibes, you know? He's, the players love him. Seems like a leader. Yeah. The players rally around him. I believe he was uh, captain uh, for both the Texans and the Eagles. So players respect him. I've only heard, like, I've heard some interviews where people are just like, you know, when he was a player, we all knew this guy's going to be a coach, you know? And it's not crazy. Like, he's only been a coach for four years, maybe five years. It's not that crazy. Like, Vrabel wasn't a coach that long. Um, Gerard Mayo hasn't been a coach that long. He's getting interviews. Like, it's, it, it happens. If you if clearly can see, like, okay, this guy has it, then hire him. You yeah. know? I, Mike Tomlin was only on defense coordinator for one year. Chad Green was just on uh, KFAN talking about Tomlin, and he was like, you know, he, he took that job and just said, I don't care what defense I ran. You take it. I'm going to run the team. So, because I think Charger Paul was asking him, like, do you think we need an offensive guy? And he was like, no, just hire the best guy, which I think we both agree with. Yeah, I, 100%. Yeah. But. I know people get frustrated because we do lose our coordinators a lot. But also, we lost them because I don't think Zimmer was very nice to them. Sure. You know, Norv quit because I think he was like, get off the headset. Stop telling me to run the ball. I don't want to, you know. Went south with Filippo and uh, who's the other guy who left us? Gary retired, I guess. Yeah, Gary. Pat Shermer and Gary fucking Kubiak, those are the ones that Zimmer got along with. If we could have kept them, the New York Giants ruined a good team. When they hired Pat Shermer, who does not deserve to be a head coach, nope. they ruined a good team. We would have kept him, signed Kirk. I think Shermer and Kirk would have got along just fine. Sad day. Uh, so D'Amico, Jim Harbaugh. Those are the home runs, I would say. Yes. Who uh, are the doubles? The, the doubles. I think are... my first double is Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. Current Rams offensive coordinator. He yep. coached one year with Kirk in Washington. Uh, I mean, you get that. That McVeigh Shanahan piece of that brain, I think that's a good move. Offensive guy. I mean, he's not nearly as exciting as the other two, but he's you know he's big, tall, strapping lad, For, Look, former quarterback. Yeah, looks like uh, Kevin Stefanski, good looking fella. Played for Bill Belichick. Yeah, he went through a lot of different places because yeah, he played for Belichick. He coached with uh, Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, I think. Yeah, and Mike then Shanahan. he coached with Sean McVeigh. Um, I don't know where he was before. Where was he before he went to the Rams? Oh, I just read this earlier. I can't remember. Was it with Washington still? Maybe no, Jay Gruden or something? I don't think so. I like the background. He's young. I like young. Um, I don't know. I mean, if they hire him, they must like him. I trust Quasey. Yeah. I, I, I don't know much about him, but young offensive coordinator, I'm in. Like, the Rams I, run the style of offense that we kind of need to run mm-hmm. if the plan is to kind of, you know, roll with what we've got. Even even if you don't roll with what we got, I just feel like it's it's I don't want to run the offense of where it's like shotgun all day long. I don't want to watch Ben Roethlisberger running draw plays all night. So I mean, I guess if that's your quarterback, if you're switching it up completely because you have like some shotgun runner quarterback, but I prefer the the McVay Shanahan you know, we we kind of actually run that currently, no, like but I don't think we run it as West good Coast. as they do. No. They clearly tweaked it, done things since you know Gary Kubiak. He runs more of like the original style, and his son probably does too. But 
They're the best offenses, though. There's two of them in the championship game. Three of them. Because didn't Zach Taylor somehow fall off that branch? Uh, Yeah, he was the Rams quarterback's coach. Yeah. So three of the four teams, you got Andy Reid, and then you got three dudes that are all like the new age Shanahan offense. It's clearly a good way to go, you know? It's just just a beefed up West Coast offense. And that's exactly what we've been running. Yeah. So it's going to be more or less Stefanski's offense for those who don't really know what we're talking about. When Stefanski was the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. that's kind of the offense that will be Yeah. Running. Then we went to Gary Kubek, who kind of ran the more traditional wide zone all day long. Wide zone bootleg, wide zone bootleg, which is like the beginnings of what these guys are running. It's yeah. just gone. I read, read an article on The Ringer about how they went in two different directions, like the Rams and the 49ers, kind of based on personnel. Like the Rams don't have a fullback. And they don't really have a tight end like George Kittle, where the 49ers have Kittle and Juszczyk. So they're running all kinds of, you know, plays with a fullback in the backfield, and they're doing things in 22 for, uh, personnel, and the Rams just go three wide every play. But it's all still based off the principles of, like, you know, the Mike Shanahan, Gary Kubiak system. They've just done and done way more with it, you know? Yep, because so. instead of, like, the fullback or tight end motioning, you're just getting a receiver sprinting mm-hmm. across. Like, and there's... Just- they were talking about how the Patriots kind of shut that scheme down when the Rams were doing more of the basic version of it. Like, they were literally, I think they ran 89% of their plays in a three wide. Like, they just made everything look the same. And then the Patriots kind of exposed how to stop that. So they had to, you know, start tweaking things. And now it's like, since then, the end of the, end of the article basically said the 49ers are doing a way better job of it than the Rams are, which is funny. Which does But er- look at the talent. Like, he's doing it with Jimmy Garoppolo. And the other dude's got Stafford. And, well... I mean, his dad was basically the creator of this offense. So. And he's 6-0 against Sean McVay. Yeah, so but we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, anyway, so that's Kevin O'Connell. Uh, the other one? Uh, Patrick Graham just got interviewed. Yep. He, I don't know today. where to put him. He's, he's, I, yeah, Giants DC. You know, at first Google, Google search, the guy, like, at some points he can look like he's 65 years old. Some points he's like 200, or like 200 pounds bigger than he is now. He must have lost a lot of weight. When he wears glasses, he looks old, but he's he's younger than Raheem Morris. He's like 44, I think. Yep. Um, Raheem Morris was the other one I was thinking of. We'll, we'll talk about Raheem Morris. Uh, yeah, Patrick Graham came up after we hired Kwesi. Yep. Uh, he's also a, I don't know if he's a Princeton guy. Penn? Yale, Penn. He's a, what are those schools called? Ivy League. Ivy Leaguer. Seems like he's very smart. Though, a lot of like what reporters are saying is that like players love him. You know, he's a rising star. It just feels a little more weird because it's like the Giants' D coordinator. Yeah, but the Giants finished ninth overall in total defense. So that's kind of impressive, actually. Especially with the players that he had. Yeah, so sometimes that's like, okay, well, like. And James Bradbury became a star under him. Uh, Came over on like a modest deal in free Mm -hmm. agency. Uh, I watched some of his press conferences, like after games and stuff, and like I thought he was like a really well spoken, like engaging dude. So. It, I feel like it's not as exciting as some of the other ones, but again, we trust in Quasey, right? No, nope. we used oh. to trust in Slick Rick. Now it's King Casey, King King, King Quasey. Quasey. We're, we're gonna King get Quasey. it. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. Um, yeah. So that I mean, he doesn't really like move the needle like the first three do. I would say I put the, the first, first two, two on their own. I would say the first two are home run. Kevin O'Connell is like kind of like a triple for me. Okay. Okay. And then I would say Patrick Graham. And Raheem Morris are doubles. Yeah. So Raheem Morris is the defensive coordinator for the Rams. Yep. So, so far we have three of them are playing tomorrow. Uh, he was the Bucks head coach. 
But when he got that job, he was like 30. What was he, 31, 32? Yeah, very young. I think the only one younger to ever get a head coaching job was Josh McDaniels. Oh. And he was never even the defensive coordinator for the Bucs. He was the defensive backs coach. So it's sort of a lot of people are like, okay, they just gave him the job too soon. He was he was a little too premature to just be a head coach. But he's learned in, it's been 10 years plus. I don't even know what it's been. And it's one of those things where like, if he could get a head coaching job that young, now think about it. He's been in the league for ten more years, like just from his own experience, yeah. and then being in, I think three different buildings, four different buildings now. Atlanta, Saint, or the Rams. I don't know where he was. The two, the after those first I'm not, ones, but I'm not 100 sure. He either. did some coaching on offense, which is interesting. Um, he was the interim coach for Atlanta after Dan Quinn got fired. Beat us, Be, uh, beat us with a, a winless team, uh, and then. the players love him because Jalen Ramsey was like "There's this dude should get a job he's my favorite coach I've ever played with and if he doesn't get one I'll gladly take him back so I feel like it's good when players uh especially players like Jalen Ramsey yeah not only is he a superstar but he's also a diva yeah <laughs> he's made a diva happy yeah that's what you need you need to be able to manage big personalities oh. so Raheem Morris yeah I put him double who do, who else is left uh are we, are we done with the ones we'd be like pretty so happy with? I think so. I think there's only two candidates. Jonathan Gannon, yeah, who's the defensive coordinator for the Eagles, and oddly enough, was on the original Zimmer staff and stayed through 2017 as the assistant DBs coach. Interesting. Harrison Smith said he's the coach that he's learned the most from. Um, apparently, a lot of our people really love him and they know him because he was here. But do you really want a, a guy from Zimmer's staff? I guess it doesn't matter, right? I don't think it matters. Yeah, hmm. um, he's young. I mean, it sounds like he's very open to analytics. Is uh, what they're saying. So he's gotten interviews with a bunch of other teams too. So just something about him that's just not as exciting, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll learn more if we were were to hire him, you know. But as of now, I put him in the uh, the single category. Yeah, know? he doesn't he doesn't really move the needle much. Yeah, I mean, if I'm comparing Jim Harbaugh to Jonathan Gannon, you know, one's just a little more exciting. Yeah, than or the even other like one. Demeco Ryan's and yeah. Jonathan Gannon. Hell, Raheem Morris and Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, like oh. And in the end, we could be totally wrong, and this guy could be a great head coach for forty years. We don't know. Well, this is bet, based on I mean, our, our our gut, and it would probably be the first time we've ever been wrong. Yeah, oh, I don't think absolutely. we've ever been wrong yeah. here. I've listened back to our podcast to see if we touched on Quasi. All we did was mention him as a candidate. Just That's the, fantastic. Just his name. Just his name. So, at least we mentioned him, though. Solid yes. job. That was a great research department there. Uh, the other one is Kellen Moore. We, we interviewed Kellen Moore. But I feel like there's totally no heat behind him right now. I thought he already committed to going back to the Cowboys. I so could be wrong. Jerry though. Jones said he expects him back. But it sounds like the Dolphins are bringing him in for another interview. Okay. So okay. And they're... Desperate over there. They're losing on all their candidates they want. And they're really going to be pissed if we hire Jim Harbaugh now. Oh, yeah. That owner who was like, I'm not going to do that because of Michigan. And then Harbaugh bails on Michigan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's going to be pretty upset. Uh, yeah, but Kellen Moore with the Vikings, we interviewed him, so he's on the list. But, yeah, I hear about way more of like, ooh, keep an eye on Jonathan Gannon or keep an eye on Patrick Graham. No one's talking about Kellen Moore. So, I mean, that that end of their season probably didn't help him much. No, I I really look forward to tomorrow when we get to find out if we have to wait another week. Wait, can't we so you hire? Can, I don't know if you can hire him, but you can interview him. Okay. And you can clearly be like, we agree. Like I don't Just know. like the Falcons or the Niners and the Shanahan when the Falcons made the Super Bowl. Is that what they did? Yeah. I know when we had Shermer, 
So if, if you ever watch like you know the end of the Minnesota Miracle play, Minneapolis Miracle, um, they the, at one point Joe Buck says like the potential head coach of the New York Giants because everyone knew Shermer was going to the Giants. It just wasn't like official yet. So like clearly you could like it's you know it's agreed to, but yeah. you know we can't say it yet. And that's think. well, yeah, that was like I remember watching uh, the Falcons were. Falcon Super Bowl where uh, they were talking like, and Kyle Shanahan expected to get the job in San Francisco. Yeah, they just use words like expected, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I know Zimmer was like upset that Shermer, like, I think he flew to Philly to like, not Philly, New York to like oh, interview during, that week. during the week leading up to Philly. And it, like, you know, Zimmer, he don't like that shit. No. So we're going to do that too. I think they put a kibosh to, and now you can't do it until uh, after the conference championship game. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think all you can do is like virtual stuff until nope. then. So we interviewed like, you know, D'Amico and Kevin O'Connell and Raheem Morris a week ago, but now we got to wait till after the game to bring them in. Yeah. Either, I mean, either one of them is losing or two of them is losing. So, oh. and you can talk to all of them, though. You can talk to all of them. Uh, the only other people we've interviewed, uh, Todd Bowles, I feel like his name got real. It was very hot for Yeah, a now while. it's kind of faded again. Well, I mean, he's got his ass kicked by the Rams. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He, I mean, I thought he, he's, I think he's a good coach. Oh. I think it's another one that I'd be like, meh, uh, Todd Bowles. We'll see how it goes. He's a little too um, grumpy. stoic, grumpy, a little too zimmery, oh. you know, like old grumpy D coordinator. I think a lot of things that kind of came out is like, I just feel like this generation of players, they want to have fun. Oh. They want to, you know, they want to go celebrate in the end zone. They want to they wanna enjoy playing football. They don't want to get grinded down to a pulp. Yep. And Zimmer, I think, was more of like grinding into a pulp guy. Well, yeah, you know, hard-nosed football. Yeah, like, yeah. That's it's just, like, that's, that's how you win. You got to outwork them. Yeah, you got to, you know, but like these days, nah. Like, let's just go out there and have some fun. And yeah, let's, win go some throw, game. let's go throw the ball around. Yeah. So I just don't know if I, like Todd Bowles is really getting me there. I feel like, you know, and I don't, we, again, we don't know these guys. But. And I'm not saying like, the new age guys aren't making these guys like put in work. Yeah, no, they're working. They're just you know, it just you know when it's it's sometimes it, I think like even with Zimmer, there I was listening to some podcast where they're talking about you know players had to come to him and be like, hey man, like you're you're grinding us down. Do we really need to like you know in the off season be you know all these practices? And then I guess finally this year's when they started using like the remember those like weird helmets and shoulder pads so it was like oh we're gonna hit but we're not gonna hit like too much you know because yeah. i think zimmer comes from like you know back in the 90s when you had like you know three a days and you were like full pads like full practices but like there's data and analytics that say like that actually is a detriment like your like your players are peak performance maybe if you don't over practice them stuff like that so i don't even know if todd bulls believes in that stuff or whatnot but yeah, I mean, he just gives me Zimmer vibes, and I think we need, you know, it's, the players are want to be well conditioned. They'll they'll hit the treadmill. Yeah, you know, I will say for all like the whole Zimmer like, uh, there's probably you know there's a little backlash you know to him right now like oh here's what he did wrong. A lot of players <laughs> on defense specifically came back to him, like if he wasn't a good coach, why would Sheldon Richardson come back? Why would Mac Alexander come back? Why would Barr turn down money to come back? Like Everson Griffin came back. He must have been doing something right yeah. on defense. I'm, I don't know if the offensive guys have really liked them. No. But anyways, a uh, couple other guys that we talked to. Uh, actually, just, well, Dan Quinn we interviewed. Yep. He, I, I feel like he wanted that Denver job. I agree. And then they hired another guy we interviewed, but then he went back to the Cowboys. Uh, we also interviewed, so this other guy, Nathaniel Hackett, who mm-hmm. PA thought we were going to get him. Like, he was like, that's the guy I think it's going to be. And it's, yeah, the Packers OC went to Denver. Who George Payton... 
said, or Patton said, it's not to get Aaron Rodgers this okay. season. Mm-hmm. You hired Nathaniel Hackett to because it had nothing to do with Rodgers. Nothing, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I don't buy it because that dude, that was definitely not someone high on my list. He was at the bottom of the list. Nathaniel Hackett. So, um, I, I didn't like him. Didn't like him. No, he's gone. He had one year of Blake Bortles and, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I does just, nothing for I me. Eye test. The eye test. You know, throw out the analytics. Throw out the data. The eye test, not a leader, man. Yep. Got not, OC stamped on his forehead. Yep, not a football guy. Yeah, not a football guy. So, I mean. He looks like a high school coach. Yeah. Come on. You got. Here's the thing. I know, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like because, you know, but it does. It absolutely You want the does. players to respect you. You know, go back and look at those Washington teams when uh, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and Matt LaFleur were on them. They look like nerds. Absolute dork nerds. They look like no one would respect them. Suddenly they get head coaching jobs and they're all cleaned up. LaFleur's got a nice sharp haircut. He looks like a nice man. Kyle Shanahan's wearing flat-billed hats. Thinks he's cool now. Yeah, they all have hot wives probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, it's ridiculous. So it's it matters. You know, maybe Nathaniel Hackett will clean up his act. I don't know. I don't know if he can. Not with that face. Not with that bald head. <laughs> yeah. It's a problem. It's a major problem. This is why D'Amico is number one. That's a good-looking man. It, and he Demands probably, respect. And I bet he ages like fine wine. Oh, absolutely. He's going to be around for a while. That guy's a quality, quality ball player. So what? We got... I think it's going to be down to the D'Amico, Jim Harbaugh, Kevin O'Connell, Raheem Morris. You got to put Patrick Graham in that. Oh, list Patrick Graham, absolutely. He just got interviewed. Yeah, if it, yeah, I would say those if, are the five likeliest. I would say Bowles and Gannon. Yeah, and I think I think you can those push like those those guys down towards the bottom there. And if you're a betting man, who is it? I'm a betting man. Andre Patterson. Got it. You nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. That's if, what the betting market said. If I, Andre Patterson. If I'm a betting man, I think I'm going to go with Raheem Morris. What? Why? Because I don't think I'm going to get want to. You don't want to put your heart on the table. You don't yeah. Wanna, you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> exactly. You don't want You're protecting yourself. You're protecting exactly. yourself. I'm hedging my bet. Yeah, you're like, that way when it is D'Amico, I'm excited. And when it's not, I'm like, oh, Raheem, that's what I thought. Um... I would say Jim Harbaugh because I don't think Jim Harbaugh would go through this process upset recruiting if he wasn't serious. And I don't think we would screw around either if we didn't know Quasey and Jim Harbaugh got along. And maybe I'm just excited and it just came out today. But it's a little different than uh, Patrick Graham interviewing for the job. He's a defensive coordinator. A promotion is expected. I think that makes perfect sense. Like, the way you just explained it, like Jim Harbaugh is not going to screw up recruiting because, you know, the Dolphins always like denied it. And then yeah. like, all of a sudden it came out with reports like Harbaugh is not even going to like look that way. Like there was rumblings like, oh, Harbaugh wants back in the NFL, but like it never is confirmed. It's always sort of vaguely denied or whatever. And like people were talking like Vegas and everything, but Vegas hadn't even talked to him. Yep. They, yeah, that was again like rumors, but there was no, this is an actual, like you have to file like paperwork to interview coaches. And apparently this is like actually filed and we're interviewing him. So it's like, how are you going to sit in a living room with, you know, an 18 year old kid and go like, yeah, you know, I'm ready to coach you for the next 10 years. He'd be like, you just interviewed for an NFL job. You're clearly looking to leave. And you can make the argument that getting Michigan to this uh, uh, final four this past season 
is exactly what he went to Michigan for. Mm-hmm. He rebuilt Michigan. He wasn't going to leave until he had done He's going to leave it much better he's than, esta- he, than he he's found it. He's established the pro, uh, program again. And, like, the Vikings are, I mean, I'm probably a biased Vikings fan, but it's a very appealing job. With a what premier you to, franchise with, with what great you, facilities and owners. Yeah, it, like, top three facilities in the league, if not the best. Quasey was like, yeah, they kept talking about that on the phone. And I'm thinking, okay, how good could facilities be? And then he got here and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, they're I got the best. You. I would be shocked if we're not the best. Like, how, like, who's built a whole complex recently? The Jerry Jones, maybe? Yeah. That was like probably 10. How long is that saving there? Five oh, years yeah. ago? Six no, years ago? Like, that's got to be close to like is it even 10. That? Yeah. It's got to be so close I, to 10. I think it's, it's a job he's clearly willing to take. He, or again, he wouldn't go through this. He wouldn't mess around. And it, it, I was uh, Courtney Cronin had tweeted that they had exploratory talks, like to, I think to kind of gauge interest. And now it's going to be like a, an actual interview. So it's like again, I just, I don't know if you go through now. Again, it could fall through, but like it seems like a real thing. And the people who were always talking about Jim Harbaugh going to places, it was always. And don't be surprised if Minnesota gets involved. Yeah, yeah. It was, we were always kind of just like as like a little end to the sentence. You know, yeah, you know, Chicago, he used to play there. Miami's got, you know, the owner loves him, but keep an eye on Minnesota. So, and his buddy Vic Fangio is a free agent right now. He can get the band back together. He can make the defense what he wants, whether it's 3 4, 4 3. That's exciting. Like, Fangio yeah. did. Did, but he does. Did he do. I feel like he's more. Well, he's more three four. Yeah, yeah, but he can. I think he mixes it up some. I'm too, trying so. to figure out if he. Well, actually, because he turned the 49ers from a four three to a three four, mm. I believe. And which is fine. We've got guys yeah, that can do that. Absolutely. Um, I, it, I don't again, care who the front is. I you need a whole new defense, anyways. I don't think Jim Harbaugh, it, like his, like what is his life goal? I don't think it's to like win a, a national championship with Michigan. His fucking brother has a Super Bowl Lombardi trophy. You think he's going to be happy he, being the little... His brother beat him in the, in Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Like, if you watch this dude on the sideline, he's crazy. He's so competitive. There is no way that he's, like, just just content staying in the call ranks while his brother has a fucking Super Bowl. Is our job what he wants? I think it might be. I would say it also would be different if... Nick fucking Saban wasn't around, like in college football, to right. just Beat run, him every tra- year. run train <laughs> on every single squad. Um, but you know, he just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's just going to let his brother have that and never try to go get one himself or two to beat him. He seems competitive. He seems, yeah. I, who who's the guy he wouldn't shake hands with? Isn't there a coach that he like flat out snubbed? He seems like a psychopath, yeah. and I like it. Was it a Chicago coach? I'm going to have to look it up. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going Jim Harbaugh. And my two favorites by a mile are Jim Harbaugh and Timmy Cole Ryans. Yep, by a uh, mile. And the other ones I'm going to be. You've talked me into, like, if I, well, I mean, I am a betting man. So okay. you've talked me into retracting my bet on Raheem Morris to placing it on Jim Harbaugh. Okay, okay. I also think. Because it oh, makes no. perfect sense. Like, you, you wouldn't. Like, 
interview for this job unless like you're serious about it. That's, but you know, yeah. but then also like maybe they do do the interview and they're just not on the same page. That would be the thing. Yeah, like he's like, "Hey, I want full control of the roster." And they're like, "Well, no, we're going to have Casey have that." And maybe he's like, "Okay, well, this isn't like there could be things that don't work out." It just does seem like if I'm him, you got owners that are willing to spend. You got a GM you've you've dealt with before. That was clearly the downfall in the 49ers that he ended up, there was a lot of friction with the front office. Well, if he likes Quasey, maybe he's happy there. He's got a quarterback if he chooses to keep him, which that I think he feels like, okay, I compete right away. I don't think he's interested in like having to rebuild for three, four years. Uh, that's just what I was going to say. Like he would be going to an organization where their goal is to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like this, this season coming up. Their goal is they'll do whatever it takes to win. You know, we're going to, it's, this isn't red McCombs era Vikings where it's like, well, you know, we got to make sure we make money here, you know? So uh, it was Jim Schwartz, by the way, Jim Schwartz, he, him and him got in a real tussle with a handshake. Oh, yeah. so, and we all know Jim Schwartz kind of a cocksucker. So yeah. you know, I don't, I don't <laughs> blame him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the line. Um, okay. So I, I guess that's it for coach talk. I think uh, by the time this comes out, which will be, well, it'll come out today, which is Saturday. We might even have a coach by, what do you think, Tuesday? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? It's going to be next week sometime. They're going to hire a guy. I would say no later than Thursday interview Friday, press conference Friday. Yeah. Before okay. The okay. Yeah. I, I think, would say before before the Pro Bowl. I think it's. Vikings I think it will 100% announce their coach next week sometime. Yep. There's just uh, there's no point to wait any longer. Like you can interview them all one more time, make a decision. We did with the GM. I thought we did a very good structured approach. The worked out well. Only way we're not going to officially announce our head coach is if he wins tomorrow. Well, right. Like it'll leak out. You know, yeah. you're gonna know who your coach is. They won't announce it. Yeah, you're right. They won't have to wait fucking two more weeks even get a press conference with them. And you know the part with that. So it's like, do I want my coach to have experience coaching in the Super Bowl? Or do I want him to lose tomorrow? Like, say it's D'Amico Ryan. So I'd rather have him lose so then we can get him in-house, hire him, get him working on, you know, hey, these are the players I need on my team, you know, start getting this ball rolling. Or do I want him to win, get to the Super Bowl, and have that experience of coaching in a Super Bowl? Well, you know, I don't know the answer, but like I said in the text yesterday, if he loses and we get to get him right away, that's great. But I want him to like lose seventeen to fourteen. Right. If it's D'Amico, you want a you want a good showing by him, but they come up just short because the offense failed. Yep. Or Demeco or uh, Raheem Morris. Like if they lose like twenty to seventeen to San Francisco. Yeah. You um, know what we could do to avoid all this though, Jim Harbaugh, because he's coaching a Super Bowl and he's available. And well, kind of. You know, if we do go Jim Harbaugh, I wouldn't doubt if it's. Like, just one interview, and you figure it out. You meet once, you know he's the guy, and you don't let him leave. I don't think it's a second interview uh, kind of no, kind of thing no. with Jim Harbaugh. It's, it's is it? Are you ready? Are, we, are you going to do this? <clears throat> yep. It's uh, you get together, you talk for like five, six hours. The they, you know, he leaves the room or whatever, and the Vikings go. Is he the guy? Yeah. All right. Bring him in. Hey, are you the guy? <laughs> okay. Are These you are in? Because we're in. Yep. Let's fucking go. And call up your boy Vic Fangio. Let's get you an offensive coordinator. 
I don't even know what style offense they it was. They just melded it to whatever player they had back then. So well, yeah, they they had some of the read option stuff with Alex Smith. Yeah, because he could run a little. Yep, but and then what, they like blew it out the doors with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, when it was Alex Smith, it was more of your West Coast uh, yeah. style offense, and then yeah, they they moved to the the read option. You know, break down the Packers in the playoffs every single year. So running the ball for 250 yards. At this point, do you think Quasey keeps Kirk? I can't answer that because I don't know who the coach is. You think the coach? You think so? You think like Jim Harbaugh's keeping him? Yes. D'Amico Ryan's. I don't see. I don't even think they get to choose. I like. I think it's going to come all down to what Quasey thinks, and maybe the ownership. Like maybe the owners like we're trying to win. I don't know what to do. It's so interesting with Kirk. Like, the, I got you got to you got to get a feel for the trade market. Yeah, that's it all, really that's, what it comes down to. Because if you're not going to get any good offers, then you almost have to extend him, though. Yep, and you have to hire a coach who knows. Like, hey, if I don't get any offers, you you've got Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and he like you're hiring somebody based on. Well, do you like Kirk Cousins? Yep. Do you <laughs> love him enough where you're where uh where you have to keep them yeah, I was gonna if say, we don't want to. Right, Like, because if they're like, hey, do you like her cousins? He's like, yeah, I love them, want to win. And it's like, well, wait, if we get offered a first and a third, we're trading them. So you don't like, you're not, you're not, yeah, you're it's upset like, with that you're not, you're not married to Kirk. Yeah. Like, you're, you're a, is Kirk a seven-year girlfriend or is he like just a summer fling? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because so many, I see a lot of people on like Twitter and stuff, they're just, they think it's just like a full teardown rebuild for the next few years. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the defense has some holes to patch and stuff. But, like, if you kept the offense together, that is a very good offense. So, it, like, it, Charge is talking about the first big decision is Daniel Hunter's contract. Because it's got this $18 million bonus. It's like, I don't understand. Just keep the fucking guy. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm a coach coming in, I'm like, okay, I got a left tackle. I think I have one. First round pick, left tackle. I got a, a great defensive edge in Daniel Hunter. And I got a number one receiver in Jefferson. That's what I'm building around. Like, why would you then trade or get rid of Daniel Hunter? Because you pay him a lot? Are the Bears considering getting rid of Clem Mack? I have no idea. No, because they're not well, fucking stupid. Is he a free agent? No. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, think so. But I don't think He's supposed getting... to make $30 million next year. Oh, yeah. I don't hear any rumblings that they're like, well, you got to cut this guy. He got hurt. Daniel Hunter tore his fucking peck or whatever. It's like, that shit is just going to heal up. Did you see him on the field? He looked great. I don't feel like that's a decision at all. Now, it might be a decision as far as like, should we restructure it or extend him or something but like you you just want to like get rid of him Why? i would doubt if they're i would say they're more inclined to cut both pierce and tomlinson before getting rid of daniel can hunter. you imagine if we got rid of daniel hunter and then he just shows up on some other team fully healthy because it's a fucking labrum tear or whatever it was that's like not pack Peck, a peck. It's something that just, it's not going to be a lingering problem. It's It'd be one thing if he fucked up his neck. Here. Yeah, exactly. Because then all of a sudden his neck is a lingering issue. I read an article that uh, Zim likes to, Mike Zimmer, likes to give uh, the silent treatment to some people. Turns out he gave, uh, now according to this report, maybe it's not true, Daniel Hunter, when he chose to get season-ending neck surgery, didn't hear from Zimmer for quite a while. And Andre Patterson had to kind of be like the buffer to like get him like, so, I mean, I think Zimmer might have held too many grudges. But, like you were saying, if it's not another neck injury, even if it was like, oh, he's got like a bunch of knee problems all the time, or like, he had two injuries that happened half happened to happen. 
It fucking happens. I just used that word like four times in one sentence. That was pretty impressive. Um, I, I just don't get it. Like, he's paid what he should be paid. He's really fucking good. He led our team in sacks up until the last week of the season. He played like six games. Yep. So, I just... I, I, I would build around these players. Like... Again, I'm more inclined to get rid of both Tomlinson and Pierce, who I would get rid of Harrison Smith before Darren, Daniel who, Hunter. I, I, yeah, but I'm just saying, like that's 18 million dollars, like just between those two, like yeah. that covers your deal. And like they were, they were fine players, but they're nothing to write home about. Daniel Hunter is a game changer. You don't, tra- you don't trade a, a cornerstone of your team because he got fucking hurt. No, like, I mean, there, there are teams that. Die to get an elite edge yeah. rusher. Yeah, watch the playoffs. You can't win without one. You know who else is hurt all the time? Who have massive contracts? Nick and Joey Bosa. Do you think yeah. any of those, te- either of those teams, are even thinking about getting rid of their Bosas because they're hurt a couple games a year? Like, I get it. Daniel missed all of last season due to a neck injury and ten games this year due to a torn pack. Two but- to two unrelated injuries that could happen. He could next year. He could have week two. He could tear his ACL. It fucking happens. Does that just mean you should be like, ah, injury prone, get rid of him? I don't think that's how injuries work. No, the only time I think you can really like label some guy injury prone is if he's constantly fucking up his knee. Like Deshaun Jackson. That guy's injury prone. He pulls his hammy all the time. Oh. It is what it is. It's like Teddy Bridgewater. That guy clearly has concussion issues now. Oh. Kirk Cousins never gets hurt, ever. It is what it is. Deshaun but- Jackson, injury prone. Yeah. Pulls his hammy all the time. I just said no. that. No, you said Deshaun Watson. Oh. Well, why don't you say I said it wrong? I said because it wrong. Uh, Deshaun Watson also pulls his hammy all the oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why did he repeat what I just said? That is bizarre. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't see how this, how you could, like, if he was on the open market, what does he get paid? 25 million a year? 25, 30 million a year. Yeah, like what team wouldn't be like, oh, like this guy had two uh, bad luck injuries and he's an absolute freak of nature. I'll sign him. So I just say, I don't. It also, his contract, like next, this year he's got like a $26 million cap hit. The following year, it's $6 million. Just fucking dump a bunch of money into the following year. Yeah. Give him a new contract. I know he just got hurt twice. I'd sign him for 10 more years. I don't give a shit. I, oh. I'm very confused on that. Kick the, that can down the road. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 Hitman makes, I don't 13, know. 13, 14 million. Yeah. Eric Kendricks, too. Like, yeah. I love Kendricks. Thielen, I love Thielen. 17 million. Like, that's a lot. I don't know. Like, I, I, and I'm, I prefer I'd to love keep- to keep them all. I'm fine with it. I'd much to be rather. Honest, I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Thielen, seventeen million. Yes, I know. And like, I'm not even like the biggest Thielen fan anymore. Thielen. I think he's like lost his buzz. Like just with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Remember the Thielen Diggs argument? Like, who's better? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but I am so much more inclined to cut bait with the expensive defensive players and then keep just, the offense together. Yeah, absolutely. Like he. Keep your strength. Yeah, I like, I agree. I think I would I would go with those other guys, especially if you're going to keep Cousins. Like, do not take weapons away from Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Thielen more injury prone than Daniel Hunter. Fact, hundred percent. Like, yep. there's just he is. He gets hurt rolling his ankles and stuff like that. Like Daniel Hunter tore his labrum. What was it? Peck. Peck. I'm gonna get it right. I'm gonna get it right one of these times. Delvin Cook torn labrum. Delvin Cook way more injury prone and makes like. I don't know if his cap is like twelve million dollars. Like, Probably. cut him before you cut. Daniel I mean, Hunt. don't cut him because you don't need but to. But you're just using yeah. him as an you example. You could you could restructure Hunter and cut like Michael Pearson under the cap. Like, and we're not and s- then extend Kirk Cousin and then able yeah, to go sign. Then players. you could go sign a guy. But you know, we'll have to see what Quasey does. Does he 
make a lot of moves because there is another route where it's like fuck it cut all these big aging vets like hitman Thielen, not cut them but maybe trade them you know and recoup much cap but i just don't think that's the way the wolves want to go there's also the, uh, a third route of just don't do much mm-hmm. and just let these contracts come off the yep. books and just draft new players and start rolling forward yeah and the like, offense is young and i kind of like that third option I feel like that's probably more of what they're going to do. I think you might see like one vet cut. I, I think Michael Pierce is the most likely. He's he's been injury prone. Oh. You want to talk about actual injury prone players? The dude's in and out of the lineup constantly because of his elbow. Ten and a half million, uh, you save. Yeah. You cut him. So you cut him, and then yeah, you probably just see some restructurings. So your offense is fine. You run back the defense, draft a couple players, molded in whatever coach's vision, and go from there. I mean, I don't. It seems like that's a better route than. I mean, people want to trade trade everyone away, and then they also are going to cry when we're wasting Justin Jefferson's career. Wasting his career. A lot of people are very upset that we wasted his career with his 3,000 yards in two seasons. Yeah, I believe he's the most targeted player of all time. Yeah, most in yards two in two seasons, seasons, I believe. But but we're not getting him the no, ball No, we're enough. wasting his career. Yeah. yeah. Wasting sucks. his but, career. You know how we solve that? Trade Kirk. Trade Thielen, trade Hitman, cut Pierce, get rid of them all. We got to burn this thing to the ground. If you really want to not waste Justin Jefferson's career, you trade him <laughs> to like Patrick Mahomes or yeah, Joe Burrow. Yeah, if you feel so bad for poor Jefferson and his three thousand yards in two seasons, trade him to Buffalo. Yeah. Like we do with Diggs. Trade him for Diggs. Yeah, it's like oh my gosh, the whole like oh we wasted Peterson's career. What the fuck? Yeah, good players don't win. I don't know what to tell Sorry. you. Sorry. Yeah, like, it, it happens. Don't. Peterson chose to sign that contract. <laughs> he yeah. could have left after his rookie fine. deal. He'll be fine. No, yeah. I believe we wasted his career more than we've wasted Jefferson's. Question. At least we have a quarterback. So, did the Packers waste Rodgers' career, nope, or does Rodgers nope, just The suck? one Super Bowl. That, that, oh, that's right. That, everything, everything is all the right. The Packers but, are wasting Devontae Adams' career. Yeah, they should really – yeah, that is it. Uh, I don't know how that like, that logic works. So like, if you don't win the Super Bowl, you wasted their career. I think. I think that's how that works. I think that's how that I think works. they do What it really is going back to is like, I don't think that Kirk's a good enough quarterback, so you're wasting Jefferson's career. But it's like, okay, well, uh, if you go pluck me to Patrick Mahomes, I'll take him. I'm going to take him. I'm not going to turn him down. 200 yards or 200 catches and 3,000 yards. Like, what a waste. What a waste. You know how you're wasting it is by running out of defense that gives up fucking 300 points in the last two minutes of every game. So fix that. Don't worry about the offense as much. I'm fucking real. Not to say that I wouldn't gladly if uh, we, like, you know, you're a big Malik Willis guy right now. Yep. If we identify him and think, okay, this guy's the next pack of Mahomes, go fucking get him. But you can sit behind Kirk Cousins for a couple of years. I don't give a shit. Yep. Yeah, so. Patrick Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith for a year. Yeah. So I, I the one thing I would wonder is like if we do extend Kirk, can we somehow structure it where like we can get out from him at some point? You know, like Kirk seems like a difficult guy to negotiate with because he likes these short deals. They're short, and loaded they're with guaranteed money, guaranteed. and like it. This is it. Like, okay, you either trade him now or you don't. But then you kind of have to extend him because otherwise, or somehow you sit on a $45 million cap hit. It all depends on if he's okay knowing as long as he makes $90 million, he's made quarter of a billion dollars playing football. Wouldn't it be incredible if all of a sudden he was just like, yeah, I'll take a team-friendly deal. Like, I, I think I made enough money. A lot of people don't like me, you know. Maybe I'll turn the fan base around. Like, let's do a six-year, but I average like $25 million a year. 
and backload it. You know, like a t- now we're talking. Like all of a sudden, he does like a, a total three sixty, and it's not all about like making sure he's getting every last dime he deserves with no guaranteed money at the end of the deal. Yeah, like so it's can- it's a typical like it's all loaded in the first three years, and it's low cap hits. Go look at the cap hits of these quarterbacks right now. They're not high. No, in the playoffs, like, but like Mahomes isn't even that high. Mahomes is only like nine million. Yeah. Right now now it, all of a sudden you'll see it gets to like fucking forty and shit, but that's down the road. And they'll probably just keep restructuring. Oh. The dude signed a ten year deal. There's a lot of maneuvering he could do. Cousins did a two year extension. The Doesn't best part about Mo, about Mahomes' deal is the ten year deal. They can tack on years to that to keep <laughs> kicking it down the line. Yeah, just keep <laughs> adding years. Add those void years. Uh, so I don't. Because what? Once he retires, doesn't that? Oh, but that all comes back. Yeah, that's the, the Drew Brees thing. Yeah. That's where they're seventy million over the cap, and Sean Payton's like, "See you later, boys. Have fun with Taysom Hill." He was uh, something I thought was good. Interesting where the NFL. I mean, we didn't even touch. Did we touch on Brady retiring today? No. Well, we don't know. Yeah, Brady. Brady's retiring, and then he's like, "Hey, I didn't say that," which is clearly like, "Hey, assholes, I was going to announce that in my own time, and you just, just you guys just leaked it." Somebody said since it was ESPN who reported it that now he's going to play next year out of spite <laughs> due to all the trash talk during Deflake. Oh, that'd be amazing. I mean, but you got Brady probably retiring, Rogers. Probably getting traded. Big Ben retiring. Sean Payton bailing. We fired our whole coaching staff in front office. Bears fired. Like, everything's just... John Gruden's done. Yeah, Josh McDaniels might get that job. Josh McCown might be a head coach. Deshaun Watson pulling his hammies. I don't know. You know, Uh, Brian Flores, nowhere to be found. Doug Peterson ain't going to get a job. Nobody's heard from Bill Belichick in weeks. (laughs) We're very upset. The, The NFC is terrible. Yeah. As soon as Rodgers is gone, the if NFC Rod- is yeah. wide open. If Rodgers is gone, it's like Kyler, Dak, Russell Wilson, and Kirk Cousins hanging out. Like, oh, we all kind of suck. Oh, sorry, Stafford fans will mention oh, yeah, him. Just hey, he's, he's, played, in the title he's played very good in the playoffs. I'll no. give that to him. I'm not a Stafford fan, and usually he – I will say Stafford's peak is higher than Kirk's, but his lows are lower than Kirk's. Feel- he's a roller coaster, and Kirk's a steady edge. You know, the thing about Stafford – like, when I watch Stafford, I can see why people think he's better than Kirk. Yeah. And it's all about, like, how he's able to, like, throw it over overhand or, like... It's the arm angles. Little, yeah. It's, it's literally that. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do anything special. He makes way more mistakes. Like, he threw three picks against us. Yeah. Kirk Cousins outplayed him in that game. Our defense is just bad. Does he have more zip on the ball than Cousins? Probably. He's just more exciting, you yeah. know? He's a I-can-make-something-out-of-nothing guy. And Kirk's an I... He can't... Not, not really. I, I mean, guess. more than Kirk. Kirk is yeah. in the structure of the offense for sure. Like Mah- Stafford can occasionally, you know, pull something out of his ass. Do you think Cousins was just inside the structure of the offense because he was scared of Mike Zimmer? I think, I think the offense was held back because of Mike Zimmer. Like I think even I don't I don't think Kirk Cousins really has the ability to like do much outside of the structure. But I think I think someone like Clint Kubiak was held back. Because he had Mike Zimmer on the headset, being like, "I want to run it here," or "I want to do this here," or "I want to do that here." And like, I'm sure he's like. God damn it, Zimmer. Like, you throw the offense under the bus all the time. You don't even really give a shit about the offense until game day you tell me to run the ball or you tell me to do something. You know, it's just like, you're either in or out, dude. I don't want you after the after the game talking about how the offense need to do this, need to do that, but then you're not in any of the meetings throughout the thing. Like, if I'm a first-year coordinator under Zimmer, I don't think it's probably very fun. Probably not. Yeah. Like, I, I, so I could see a thing where Kirk Cousins uh, suddenly, also, Kirk Cousins, it sounds like your coach didn't even want you. That can't be easy. No. You had to ask to have meetings every week like after four years of being with him. Everson Griffin didn't tweet out that Zim didn't want Kirk on mistake. I mean, it was a mistake to tweet it, 
But what he wrote was yeah, fact. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that, you know he wasn't lying. Yeah, like that's not that's clearly It's kind of sad that we haven't heard from uh about well, I guess we have heard from Ev once, right? Griffin? Yeah. Yeah, just the Instagram just, post yeah. where he was like, Hey, like I'm ready to, you know, yeah. take on whatever you know, like he's just he, he came admitted, out and admitted what, what he's struggling he was with. Schizophrenic. Yeah. And then we just yeah, I never heard from him again. Which I guess maybe that's he's me. done with football and he's moving on with his life and no. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd be, uh, I mean, maybe by the time this podcast comes out, with Jim Harbaugh be our coach. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Maybe well, it he's won't out, be, Maybe he's yeah, already. It would have our to coach. be if I look at my phone and, and now because I'm going to put this up right away. So I guess Perfect. maybe by the time you listen to it, Harbaugh be our coach. And hopefully you listen to it as soon as Monday. Yeah, because <laughs> this could all be old news like by like Monday morning, and it's like a son of a bitch. But they can hear our opinions on uh, the coach that we ended up getting and yep. the ones we didn't. I just hope Nick gets to hear it before the 8 a.m. rush at work. Yeah. Well, get in early, Nick. Get in early. Um, and then we'll, uh, I guess, once we get a coach, we'll start talking about our off-season checklist. Our, we haven't really reviewed last year, but I don't even know if no, that's... I, you know, and we can always do that at some point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I do kind of want to get an off-season checklist going. I think we have to. I yep. mean, like, we're, we're going to I feel like stuff. hiring a GM... Would have been on the yeah, checklist. Check. I mean, that's one of those checklist <laughs> items that will be checked eventually. Yeah. Uh, head coach, Check. not checked yet, but that will get checked eventually. And then we could talk about you know the, the coaching staff, how they're going to put it together. Like again, we haven't really ever got to do this as fans of the Vikings. Like obviously, we like. I just feel like even with Zimmer, like I didn't know anything about like coaches back then and stuff. So now it's kind of like, oh, interesting. I wonder who they're going to take as their offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, like. Uh, yeah, like I, I did know I, Norv Turner though. That was well, which was cool because it's, it's a legend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it is it is fun to like be older and now like having the GM search. Yeah, and like the the coaching search last time, like I had heard of some of the guys, uh-huh. like but I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't as like oh we got Zimmer. You know, it wasn't like I was like reading up on him or knowing all the candidates oh. and like i when they someone said we had uh talked to todd bulls and we were going to schedule him for a second interview back when we hired zimmer i was like oh cool i didn't know that like i never even i wanted bulls over zimmer oh really so i, w- I was actually upset we hired zimmer right interesting away. and then he turned us around real quick so you know all hails uh mike zimmer mike zimmer i'll hear i'll hail him uh and it gives us, uh, we had, you know, we didn't have a podcast back then. We get a lot of content, you know? It's like, we don't need to talk about last season. We got shit going on right now. Yep. We got a coaching search, a GM search. We're going to roll right into draft time, free agency. Yeah, and my Twitter, uh, you know, my Twitter following, I have grown tenfold. Like, I have, you know, I've got great content coming on my timeline, like, that I'm reading. You know, like, I'm getting a lot of information now. Not back then. Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, like, like I'm accumulating a lot yeah. more information oh, yeah, just think, on the timeline. No. Yeah, there's quality quality no. stuff. You guys don't know because I don't I don't tweet, but I'm getting a lot of content. It's, it's, it's so funny. I was listening to some like Viking podcasts, and it's like it's all, again, it's all the same things. Like It's not like they get information. They're just reading things on the internet and repeating them. Yep. We just say that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what you're doing, too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know anything about, like, no one knew, you couldn't pick these guys out of a lineup two weeks ago. But you go, okay, what's, who's this Ryan Poles guy? Let me Google him. Oh. Let me look him up on YouTube. Let me, let let me, me read watch a couple of interviews. Well, yeah, look at where he's came from. And then repeat it on a podcast as if I'm an expert. Yep. 
which I am. Yeah. I use the internet very well. Yeah, well, I am great at Google searches and YouTube highlight watching. I mean, it is what it is. That's how you find star players we, like Hollywood Brown who fails. We grind the YouTube tape. Yeah, we do, we do it so you don't have to. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I just I was listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and it's just a lot of you know like yeah, Quasi, he's a uh, analytical guy, and he's gonna do this and that. It's like okay, well I already know all this. I don't know what the point of this is, but oh, and that's the thing. Like, it's not like. Mark Wolf has a podcast that <laughs> right. I can listen to. And get, Tell like, me the real story. Insider information. Yeah, yeah. Like the only insider stuff you get is what you find on Twitter or listen to on the radio. You know what I wish I'd hear more of is people having negative opinions. Like everyone thinks everyone's a good hire. Every every reporter, oh, it's a good hire. You know, he's good. Bullshit. Someone out here doesn't like one of these guys. And no one someone doesn't says it. like Quasi. Yeah, someone is like that dude sucks, and it's probably like you know Dave Gettleman or some like you know anti-analytical guy. But like, I, I just wish there was more of like I don't understand that hire. Uh, I don't know if you follow Joe Banner. He's the old uh, Eagles GM. He was the Browns GM. Okay. Occasionally he'll like dip his toe into like I don't understand this shit at all, but he never says it. He always says like. Like someone listed like their top candidates, and he was like, "A lot of good guys in that list. Some of them don't make any sense at all, though." Yeah. Who? Which ones don't <laughs> yeah. make sense? You is can't... it the obvious yeah. ones, or is it the ones that I like? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like just fucking say it, because all we have is good candidates. Like, it, it, go look. You know, five years ago when, you know, uh, Matt Nagy was hired, someone did a, a freezing takes on that one. Oh, they loved him. Every reporter, Adam Kaplan, Schefter, they all were like, this guy's a great, he's going to take great care of that franchise. Him and Trubisky, I don't know if Trubisky was there yet, but it was like, they, they loved him. This guy's a bum. You know? They like, like, I, I You could tell that dude sucked too. Sh- and no one said it. They should have said it. You know? I, I probably said it. Yeah, just the, like the I fans. Said. That's what I'm saying, but that's what's different about like, like oh, we're just going to give yeah. our opinions where all the other ones just sort of like regurgitate facts. And it's like, we don't, we don't you get the facts anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just it's interesting. Somebody tell me that Carson Wentz sucks. I just need to hear it from somebody smart. <laughs> you were first on Carson Wentz sucks. Yes, that guy I was. was going for an MVP season, and you're like, no, that dude this guy sucks. sucks. Also, that guy's injury prone. Yeah, Daniil Hunter is not injury prone. Nor does he suck like Carson Wentz. <laughs> that dude sucks. Uh, uh, but uh, I think uh, yeah, we'll we'll probably hire a coach, and I would say when we hire a coach, we'll be back. Yeah, we should do a podcast. Talk about yeah, we'll talk about his staff. We'll talk about what the fuck's gonna happen. I don't know. Yeah, we probably won't know much of his staff until a couple days yeah. after. But maybe we'll have interviews lined up. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. How we'll to get. Do this. To, we'll, I'm sure there'll be names connected to him as yeah. soon as he gets hired. So we'll do the same thing for the coordinators as we do for everyone else. We'll tell you who we like. We're going to tell you who we found out from Google research, YouTube videos. It's going to be good. It's going to be hard work too. So enjoy it, people. (laughs)